It is almost hard for me to believe that I get to announce my very first podcast guest is Gina DeVee. This woman is just such a major influence in my life in so many amazing ways. And I just, I feel so excited to know that I have a podcast and Gina is my guest because what she has shown me over the last two years of me knowing her, what she has shown me is possible for my life is why I've shown up in ways that I never have. And I'm just so grateful to the universe. Gina and I met in such an interesting way. And I'll save that for another episode. I'll tell the whole story. But I, uh, it was a very chance meeting. And as the universe does, it just puts the right people in our path at the right time. And it's up to us to see it for what it is and answer the calling. And it's never an easy decision. Uh, sometimes it's very hard and we have to stretch and grow in order to make it. And in order to really step forward in my life, I, that's exactly what I had to do was stretch and grow and jump into Gina's world. And that's exactly what I did. And that's exactly why I'm here right now. There's no way I'd have this podcast if it weren't for Gina. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for wanting to be a part of this. I am so excited to be able to announce Miss Gina DeVee. So enjoy this episode. You're going to love it. It is so full of just a wealth of knowledge on life, business, feminine energy, and just really understanding what is possible for your life. And you're in for a treat. Enjoy. Hey, welcome to the Healthy Steps with Nicole podcast, where it is my goal to help you see what is possible for your business, for your life, and for the sales that are going to get you there. Get ready to be inspired and supported while you launch and grow your health and wellness business. I'm Nicole Kramer, coach, sales expert, and health and wellness fanatic. Each week, I will be having amazing guest experts that will share with us their knowledge on mindset, money, how to attract your dream clients, successfully close sales, and so much more. Selling doesn't have to be hard. You can have the confidence and the clarity you need to create and grow your dream business. Um, this is like the most exciting day I think yet in my business because I am so thrilled, so pumped, and so honored to welcome my mentor, my coach, and my friend Gina DeVee here with us in this group. Gina, thank you so much for being here with us today. Oh, Nicole, I have the chills already. It's such a joy to be here, and thanks for having me. And hey, ladies. Yes, yes. Well, I know everybody is so thrilled, just as excited as I am to have you here. And just hear, you know, from you, who you are, what you teach, and how you've changed the lives of so many women, including myself. But then maybe also to hear a little bit of behind the scenes of my story, how you and I met, and, um, you know, just give my group what, what I really like to do in this group is show up real, exactly the way you do for us. What I've learned from you is who I try to be for my group. It's like, we are all, you say this a lot, we are all walking permission slips for each other. Yes, yes. And... I love knowing that how you show up gives me permission to be myself and to show up in that way. And I I do that same thing for my clients and for my group, because it's so important that we allow ourselves to be ourselves. It's 
it's all we came here to be and life gets so much easier and so much more successful and so much more fun when we just give ourselves that permission. It's true. Yes, for sure. So for those of you that don't know, I'm not going to go into a full on bio because you're pretty much a household name in the coaching industry and you're like <laughs> super world famous in, in my world. But I wrote a couple of things down. You're, you're feminine, fabulous, and you are all about empowering females. There's, yeah. there's my alliteration. There's my F. <laughs> and ultimately, I, I really think that you teach women how to start and run a business, a business that they love through really being themselves, through living their best life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pretty much right. I'm a big fan of helping you get paid to be you. I love that. And I think that there is so much strategy that people assume is involved. And I think so much of it is just giving ourselves permission to be ourselves and to be successful as ourselves. If there's strategy, I know very little about it. I mean, there's like a few, I think there's very few strategies that have ever, ever worked for me. I mean, some like one right now, the challenges, I guess you would call that a strategy and challenges are really hot. There's like when Facebook ads first came out, that was kind of a strategy to get people into a funnel. I think there was, there was a three part or a four part video strategy but in the 20 years I've been doing this work, I think those are the only strategies. I may, maybe selling from the stage. <laughs> That's all I got. The rest of it is showing up with a mission and being on purpose and believing that your life is meant to positively impact the life of another and that there's more than enough money and more than enough clients out there for everyone. I love hearing that. And I need to hear that over and over and over again from you. Cause I think that's part of our money mindset. Like there's more than enough money. There's more than enough, more than enough clients. We, we all have a story to tell. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you say about that? Cause I feel like some women are very attached to the idea that there's too many people out there already doing it. And there's no room for me. Well, keep thinking that because <laughs> that'll be like all kinds of room for me and Nicole. <laughs> I, love that. I always, I was love, I love it any excuse and any objection because I can have so much fun with it. I love when women from other countries, Spanish speaking countries, like, well, the women there don't have enough money to to pay me. I'm like, great. Keep thinking that because I'm going to learn Spanish and I'm going to come dominate. You know, it's like, you know, I came from politics when I first started my career and I lived and worked in Washington and I saw the way the whole political system ran and certainly the way campaigns were run. And there was a winner and there was a loser and there was only spot for one person and only one person got the gig. And so at the beginning of my career, that like really trained me in scarcity and it trained me that there's, there's winners and losers and, and it's not what's true and it's not what's true it particularly in this amazing industry where there's 7.8 billion people on the planet where we have access as women to the global marketplace from the comfort of our own offices or living rooms and you know and personally I love working with consumers because you don't have to like work with corporate and wait for some committee and some department to make a decision And so when you get into the reality, not what we've been taught, not what we've been programmed, of course, we all know money doesn't grow on trees and you have to be careful with money and it's hard to make money and it takes a long time and all the scarcity things. But when you actually take a look at it, 7.8 billion people in the world, probably 4 billion of them have access to the internet. And yes, people need what you have to offer because why else would you be here? Why else would you have the desire to start a business or help people with their health or make a difference in that way? Like not 
everyone knows what you know. And I know that you think that everyone does because you don't value what you, what you do actually know. And not everyone wants to do what you're doing. I can assure you, I don't want to be anybody's health coach. I barely want a health coach myself. <laughs> but I did get on the treadmill for two days in a row, so I'm proud of myself. And I, I forget I'm around health coaches here. So here's my celery juice. And I put, Glenn puts, my husband puts these drops of, I don't know, alkaline something in my water. Chlorophyll? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So you need to be around people who know these things and I don't and don't need to or, or want to, but there are people that need this in their lives. And, you know, think about it. I mean, I have the good fortune. My husband was a chiropractor for 25 years, so he has a health background, but if it weren't for him, I would have no idea that to put chlorophyll in your water. I remember, and I actually asked him this morning, I'm like, what does this do? And he said, it makes your cells function properly. I'm like, I'll take it. <laughs> I'm like, I need clean cells. I'll take it. Sure. And I think it's just, it's such a travesty. I remember when I first got started and I, I had my little newsletter that I like wrote and programmed myself. And I wrote this article on, I don't know, three tips to better communication in your marriage. Cause I hadn't yet gotten clear on my ideal client. And I was still in the trying to be all things to all people. So giving communication tips in my newsletter. And I remember writing them out and I was like, doesn't everyone know this? It's like, I had been a former psychotherapist and all I did was a lot of what I did was marriage counseling then. And it's like, no, not everyone knows this. And some people need to, to either be educated or be reminded. I remember, um, I made so many health coaches of my own clients so mad, but this one, I was watching someone on Instagram and you know what her thing was? Make sure you drink enough water today. And I was like, thank you. I needed that reminder. And I like went and got my water and I was so excited. I was drinking more water that day. And the health coaches are like, really, Gina? Really? And I was like, yeah, I needed that reminder. And, you know, and they just thought it was so basic and who would ever post on that. So yes, what you are doing is needed. Yeah. No, I think you're exactly right about like looking in the areas of your life where you don't want to do things. I don't want to have to study, you know, for you, I don't want to have to study help, but Glenn can do that for you. And then he can tell you what you need to use. And, you know, I use this example. I don't want to change my own oil. I just, I don't, most of us don't. That's why we pay somebody to like, there's a lot of areas in your life where you're like, I don't want to be bothered with that. I want somebody just to know it for me and do it for me. And Mm -hmm. I think we all have an audience that's looking for that for what we have to offer. And I think you're right. It's, it's hard to remember that the simple stuff is what we need to keep saying over and over again. And I, I'm just going to take it back here for a minute to when you and I first worked together, I was very, <laughs> I was very resistant to the idea that being a sales coach was something that was needed because I thought, well, everybody knows that. <laughs> Particularly health coaches. Yeah, particularly. They're, they're really schooled in, in sales and money mindset. But I was like, to go back when you and I first met, that's what I thought I was. I thought I was a health coach. And it turns out I am, but in a different way than I ever knew or realized was possible. And I think that just speaks to the power of coaching and the power of staying open to the possibilities of what is meant for you, because it may not be the way you think it's supposed to look. Mm-hmm. You may accomplish that exact same thing in a completely different way, which is ultimately what you pinpointed for me and where my power was, where my strength was. And your passion. And my passion. 
had no idea it was there. And I, you know, you and I were chatting and you were like, okay, Nicole, tell me what kind of health coach you want to be. And I just couldn't, I was trying to be all things to all people. Just like you said, like we all do when we start, it's like, I want to help everybody. And I kept saying that to you. And you were like, well, then you're not a health coach. And I was so, I'm like, oh, I just paid this woman all this money to be in this room. And she's telling me I'm not what I want. And, you know, I had my issues with following the coaching and being coachable, maybe at the beginning. It was all new. I think that's, that's the thing that women are really hard on themselves because, of course, your antenna is going to go up or resistance is going to go up because you have these ideas of what it's supposed to be. And a new idea can feel like a curveball because it's like you just you don't know what you don't know and you don't even know what to expect. Right. Yeah, that's about where I was. And you very gently guided me through a conversation about my job, what I do and what I like. And I was like, I don't want to do that job anymore, Gina. I want to do I want to be a health coach and I want to work for myself. And you were like, we'll get there. Let me just hear about who you are in in your life. And I started talking and I know you saw what I remember feeling. It just spilled out. I like I loved talking sales. I loved it. And even at the end of that, I was still a little resistant, but I realized the passion is there. And if I can help health coaches learn how to sell themselves, then I'm still accomplishing my same goal of making this world a healthier place. And I think that one of the pieces of your resistance and like so many others too, actually, even, even I am dealing with something in my own career. I'll tell you about it in a second. It's in the same vein. Like we're all in this together. We have been taught that life is hard, that career is hard, that you, that if you're going to make money, you need to work hard for that money. And so it's this counterintuitive place. If something feels too easy, we're like, no, 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 because we want to make the money because we like, and we've been taught like, that's what we've got to do. And I think that that's part of what came up with you for sales because it's so just hand in glove and so easy. You can do it in your sleep. You're passionate. You'll do it for free. You're like, you know, it's just falls out of you. And I think there was this thing of, I could sit around and talk to health coaches about sales and actually make a decent income. And we're like, yes. And so I know so many health coaches that I've worked with, you know, it's like, wait, I can just help people increase their energy or nobody wants to help lose weight. I can't get a health coach to save my life to help anybody lose weight, but they want to help people increase their energy and, you know, get rid of psoriasis and like anything else. They're like, I could just do that. Like, it's so easy because I did it for me. I totally know how to do it. It's like, exactly. Or I could just put together a detox program and make it. Yes, because there's people like me that need reminded to drink water let alone an actual <laughs> detox. <laughs> Every time you put yourself in a, in a new level or a new environment, it's new. And I've been in this work 20 years, but I'm still pushing my edge and challenging myself. And I've got a new project that I actually asked Nicole to be on kind of like a secret committee for because I'm like, oh my gosh, could I just really do this thing that's so in my zone of genius lane of passion but it doesn't have anything to do with nuts and bolts business. And I'm like, this feels too easy. Can I really make my, and so it's like, even I'm like, yes, let it be easy. And all of us women together, we have the opportunity to really change the trajectory of what women experience. You don't have to go to jobs you hate. You don't have to do things that you don't like for money that we literally can get paid to be us. It's exciting. 
It's super exciting and amazing. And I think the thing I love that you say all the time, the epic life is possible. It's possible for all of us. And I want to go back to something that you said about the struggle, because I think we all become very addicted to it and we don't understand. It's almost like a badge of honor. You know, we Mm -hmm. wear it like my hard work, especially being from the Midwest. I think that's like a, a really big Midwest thing. And I, I just feel like it becomes a part of the addiction, but you said something this morning on your, which by the way, let me just announce you guys, if you don't see the balloons behind Gina and maybe you don't know yet, she's got a brand new podcast and it is amazing. So congratulations on launching that yesterday. Thank you. Uh, hit number four in spirituality. So go find the divine living podcast and subscribe. Amazing. I love hearing that. And I cannot wait to listen to the Kathy Heller episode today that just came out. But I was listening to yesterday's and you said something in there that I'd never thought about in this way. You said, I was so addicted to the struggle that I was naturally self-obsessed. And that, that was the first time I had thought about it in that way. Cause I thought, oh my gosh, we think we're being so honorable and it's so virtuous to, to be in struggle, but it's selfish. Mm -hmm. Can you just Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about that? Cause that just blew my mind. Sure. You know, When I first started my career and was broke and in debt and maxed out credit cards, that by definition puts you in survive mode. And if you're surviving, it's like, think about it. Like if you're out in the wilderness and you're surviving, all you're thinking about is you. You're thinking about your security. You're thinking about where you're going to sleep that night. You're thinking about what you're going to eat or are you even going to eat and are you going to be safe? And all you think about is you. And even though I wasn't living in a wilderness, I would literally, Nicole, I'd wake up every day, my little apartment in Santa Monica. How can I make money today? How can I make money today? It wasn't even how can I make money? It was like, how can I make money? I hope I can make money today. And it was, who am I thinking about other than moi when I'm in that place of survival? Mm -hmm. And, you know, and if I wasn't thinking about that or so I thought, then I wouldn't be finding that next client, et cetera, et cetera, except for the fear kept perpetuating itself and it was actually really repelling. So it wasn't very attractive and it didn't get me what it but I didn't know how else to be because I was in the fear of just surviving and women deserve to thrive and all women deserve to have more than just like health, by the way. I love how people are like, of course, everybody deserves to have a healthy body and, and get your body back to whatever dis-ease or imbalance there was and getting it to this, this place of healthiness. Well, the same is true for money. You know, it's unhealthy financially to be in lack, just like it's unhealthy for the body to have a lack of food or a lack of energy or a lack of, is it chlorophyll? Yes. <laughs> Whatever it's supposed to have, it's not healthy to have a lack of chlorophyll. So when you really get that going for thriving in life is an act of generosity. It's an act of generosity because you start to wake up. And now I think about how can I be in service? Now I think about what message can I deliver on the podcast? I think about, you know, there's all these people in my programs but I want to get the message into like a $27 format. And I want to write about how can I share this? How can I help others? And because I'm not thinking about how am I going to pay rent this month or pay a mortgage or a credit card bill. And so that's why it's so great. The work that you're all doing with Nicole to get great at sales because selling is serving. 
I love that. I love when you say that because that was one of the first things I heard from you that really started to shift my mindset around the words that everybody uses, feeling salesy, feeling pushy. And that's really just a mindset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And understanding that what you have to offer is something that absolutely people need, maybe not everybody needs, but you don't want everybody to need it. Mm-hmm. You want to find the people who do need it and are meant for you. And ultimately you're serving them. Yep. By Go off- where you're wanted, not just where you're needed. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I think that's, I think that's probably the number one thing I deal with, with people is, you know, I don't want to be salesy. I don't want to be pushy. And I remember a couple of weeks ago on one of our calls, you were like, what's wrong with being pushy? Cause I asked you, I said, well, I feel a little pushy. You said, what's wrong with that? And I went, I don't know. And then a week or two later, I had this analogy that came up for me on one of my group coaching calls with one of my clients and she had just gone skydiving and she was like, I don't want to be, we were talking about something different. She said, I don't want to be pushy to this, you know, this woman who wants to work with me. And I said, if you had gotten all the way up in that plane and that instructor had not nudged you and pushed you out of the plane, how upset would you have been? And I use that analogy all the time now, because I feel like it's actually, we are in service by pushing them. Yeah. It's a different association with, with the word, you know, we're used to pushy being a form of a violation, you know, being pushed in a direction that we don't want to go in. And I do believe in free will and I do believe in free choice. And I've, I've changed my wording to really taking a stand for someone's greatness. And, you know, it's just very nuanced. Am am I pushing or taking a stand, but taking stand sounds better in uh, the political climate these days. So I take stands rather than push. But every time I made a difference in my life, there was, it was never convenient. It never felt good to take the quantum leap because there was always a major risk involved. And, you know, and especially nowadays, women will just talk themselves out of their greatness because they've been conditioned to play small, to do what they think is playing it safe. And I'm just, you know, I, launched a program recently and so many women were afraid to like thousands to take the next step. And you could tell they, they thought that what they were doing was playing it safe. And I was like, they're like, I'm terrified to take the risk to invest in myself. And I said, I would be terrified of staying in your current financial circumstances. And here's what I know. And I shared the analogy that I had $3,000 left on a credit card one time. And a coaching program had come up and I was, and it was 3000. And I was like, there's no way I can do it. This is all I've got. And then I, I realized, Gina, you don't know how to make money. And that 3000 is going to go, it's going to go on gas and it's going to go on groceries. And you know, it is going to go. And I'm not even talking about being wasteful about it. It's going to go. And then where are you going to be? You're going to be the same person and you're going to be at z- really at zero. And I thought, if I put this 3000 into the coaching, I have a chance at learning how to make money. I have a chance about thinking about this differently. I have a chance about learning how to take a new kind of action. And what I didn't know was once I invested my consciousness, my wealth consciousness, this was before the first session. And it just hit me. If I just invested $3,000 in myself, I deserve to start charging that. I'm walking my talk. And that's how I sold my first $3,000 package. 
I love that story because I just talked about this yesterday in my group. I said, if you are selling a package for $1,800, you're not going to sell it unless you are investing in yourself in at least $1,800 or more, correct? Mm -hmm. Sure. I mean, money is just an energy. And so it's like women need to stop being afraid of spending this energy on themselves. You know, it's just... You know, I understand that it's fear-based, but, you know, women all over the world are getting out of the fear and they're going for it. And you're going to see a bigger divide in the women who have given themselves permission and the women who are playing by the old, quite frankly, white man rules. You know, you need to save. You can't spend that, you know, save for a rainy day. I remember this one woman, she was like broke, single mom, you know, had some credit cards that she'd like, she's like, I'm saving those for a rainy day. And it was like, that day is here. Like, like, this is like, what are you saving this for? Invest in yourself and go make a difference in your life for yourself and your children. And, you know, this little girl mentality that so many modern day women had and that I had. So I understand it as I was waiting for someone to give me permission to be able to spend money in certain ways. And, and even now I couldn't have a more supportive husband and, Sometimes he'll say like, no, we're not spending money that way. And I'll just feel myself kind of schlump like, well, dad said so. And I was like, is this, wait a second here. Let's, let's investigate. So yes, it's such an opportunity that we all have to embrace our own relationships with money, transforming our money story and creating real wealth. And that comes from the exchange. You know, it's not just about you getting money. It's about you having more confidence and, and more impact for these lives that literally the work that you health coaches do is life changing and it's life giving and it's life producing, not just physically, but we know emotionally and spiritually as well. Cause if someone's taking care of their temple, then sky's the limit for them. So I just, I I really hope everyone here is in your power and in your confidence and realize what a big, big, important role you play in the life of someone's well-being. And I want to say this too. I want you to like in the fun way and in the feminine way, I want you to take it more seriously because I'll share this with you. So I have these Sorry to say, but they are bikini body goals. It's not just health goals. I'm glad that my health will be a bonus for me going for my bikini body. So I set this goal at the beginning of the year. I was on track, fell off track with COVID, whatever, got back on track. So hired my personal trainer. And for me, that's a version of a health coach also. I know it's a different thing, but it's the same point will apply. And you could tell she, she was really good at what she did. She really knew her stuff. It really worked. And she would chit chat about stupid stuff during our set. She wasn't owning her power that the role she was, she was literally one of my success on my success team. I have so many mentors on, on, on different things. And I, oh, I love that you call it that. Yeah. Success team. My success team, you know, I've got all these different mentors in all these different ways. And she, she would literally be like, so what's your favorite color? And where do you like traveling the most? And I'm like, I'm thinking, wait, isn't there like a, a mind, body, muscle connection? I'm in it to like do the thing and want to just really master this. And she, and anyways, I'm on this track. And then, then she just decided she wasn't going to do personal training anymore. And like gave me this two week notice. And I was like, 
you can leave today. The point though is it really rocked my foundation. I was counting on her. I was relying on her. And, and it might, I don't think she took it as seriously as it really was for me. I was getting back into working out. I was getting back into prioritizing my body. I think she thought the moves were pretty simple because there was no overachieving status going on right just yet. And then it was just like, yeah, I'm going to go do something else. So it's like this massively impacted my life. Now I'm enough of a queen to take personal responsibility. And I, it did. I threw, threw me on a two week detour. I didn't work out for two weeks and now I'm back on track again. But it's like, people are going to count on you. And because it's easy for you, don't discount that. Yeah. That might be like the one hour of their week that they get attention from you, or they, they might be so scared of maybe their health circumstance isn't going to turn around and your encouragement, your expertise. Sometimes it's raising your rates for you to even value yourself, whatever it is. I want you to believe in the value of your services because I've been here from health coaches. Well, I can't charge that much because I'm not a business coach. And you can put a price on money and you can't put a price on health. Mm-hmm. And when you really get that what you're doing, it's part of, you're part of someone's success team. You're part of their foundation for just all things epic in their life. And you're going to make a really big difference in a lot of people's lives. So in that sense, take what you're doing seriously, because people like me need people like you. Well, and I think you bring up, actually, two things came up for me during that time. One is, I remember you telling a story about a trainer a couple of months ago, and she was having you do things that you had kind of said when you filled out your form, you didn't want to just exercises that you didn't want to do. And in your very queenly communication, you went to the manager or somebody and just said, you know, I'm very clear. She's an awesome trainer. That's just not what I signed up to do. And she deserves somebody who's just as excited about these sessions as she is. And that's not me. Mm -hmm. I want to find somebody who's more in line with who I am and what I'm looking for. And that just left a mark on me because I took it from a sales perspective to think, wow, we as the coach deserve somebody who's excited to show up and they deserve Totally. It's such a relationship, total relationship. Yes. Yes. And it went into a money mindset, wealth consciousness lesson from there, because I realized if we are not charging what gets us excited about showing up for the session, Mm -hmm. we aren't the best coach for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like energetically, we're not showing up in the fullest expression that we can of who we are for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you got to understand everything is a vibration. Right. So I, w- I was in someone else's Facebook group recently, and there was this whole long thread about coaches and how much they charge and how awful it is. And who knows of a great business coach that's affordable and doesn't charge that much. And, all, and it was just like, oh, sisters, sisters. And, and they're like all making their recommendations about it. And I was like praying that my name wasn't going to come up because it was like, It was just a vibration. I'm like, there's nothing I am a vibrational match to with this conversation. And fortunately, I didn't see my name. But, you know, it's like, and we all start somewhere. To get my confidence going, I started with $25 sessions, ladies. So, you know, don't, don't compare your beginning to my intermediate level here. It 
was a $25 session, then it was a 50, then it was a 60, then it was a hundred, then it was 110. It was, it, I was a slow moving candidate for a long time until I just realized it's about self-permission and valuing yourself and what you have to offer. And then I was like, okay, now we're raising the rates. Okay. Now we're doubling. Okay. But that took me some education and years of apparently taking the slow way home. <laughs> now, is that mostly a wealth consciousness thing? Do you think that understanding? I do. I do. It was, yeah, I was living in Michigan at the time mm-hmm. and I was just around all these people that had this don't charge that much money is scarce. It started with me being a psychotherapist. So we would do these sliding scale rates as a psychotherapist. And I remember people would come in and say, I don't have that much money for marriage counseling. And I would try and help them so much in like a session or three when their marriage has been on the rocks for a decade. And then they'd just be like, well, we don't have time or money for this. And then each of them would always have $5,000 a piece for the retainer for their divorce attorneys. Right. And I had to sit there and look at it and say, I have as much education and not that that's even what it's about, but I have as much education as an attorney. And this is a generalization, but in general, the field of law seems to value what they have to offer more than the field of psychology. Because yes, some attorneys will do some pro bono work, but it's like, it's not, you don't think that you're going to go and like negotiate the attorney fee. You're like bracing yourself or whatever it is, and then you're going to deal with it. And so, but all it is, is a choice. And that's where, you know, there's broke yoga teachers and there's super celebrity, famous, wealthy yoga teachers. And I don't know that their yoga practices are that different. What I do know is when I was at the psychotherapist offering sliding scale rates for $60 an hour. And then when I learned about wealth consciousness and I learned that there's more than enough money and I learned that everything was actually a vibration And I was charging, I'm trying to remember, because I remember where I was sitting. Hold on. How much was I charging? I think at that point, one day intensive was probably around 10 grand with me. And I, I remember thinking, I'm not that much more talented right now. I mean, because it was, it was just a couple of years different. Mm -hmm. And I was like the only difference. I didn't have that much more experience. I wasn't that much more. I was already talented, just like you watching all you ladies, it's like, you're already talented. You're already knowledgeable, but my wealth consciousness was not there. And so that's why I'm sure Nicole's telling you about reading all the books. That's the education, absorb it and be around other people. That's why it's important to be in groups like this. So you like start realizing, and I think that's how Nicole really got going too. It's like, wait, someone's selling that price package. Wait, someone, what? And then at a certain point you're like, why not me? And that's definitely what we want for you. Well, that's what I learned from you early on is the wealth consciousness is the fastest way to improve at sales. Yes. Because you're not, you know, and you say this and I love this. I've actually heard this since I started in sales is somebody's going to get sold on every call. Yes. For sure. Either them on your package or you on their excuse. And when you are very busy in a low wealth consciousness, wonky money mindset, you're going to buy all their excuses because you have the same ones. Right. I did. I didn't have money and therefore I believed that nobody else had money and I didn't have access to credit cards. I believed nobody had access to credit cards, the whole thing. And now, you know, I had all these women, I mean, we had plenty of women sign up for the program, but this recent program is so many women, Gina, I just don't have the money. And 
in love and compassion, I said, I just don't believe you. I believe that you've made the decision to not move forward in this particular area, which you have every right to do. I do not believe that you do not have access to that particular increment amount of money. Yes. Wasn't being sold at all. Right. And I think you make a great point because that was what I told you. Mm-hmm. I told you I didn't have the money and it was a lie. And I knew it was a lie because. Well, you were a little better. You were, you said, I don't have the money for two different things. And you're like, which one should I do? You were, you kind of were negotiating with yourself. I was like, you get one or the other, Gina, which yeah. one is it? And I think it's pretty much how I said it to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have the money for both. So I'm, so it's either this or that. What do you recommend? And we started with the, the first one, of course, the one with the lower amount, I was like, I'll do the retreat with you. And I mean, truth be told, and, and I, I know, you know, this at this point, and probably everybody else does too, because I've told the story a lot, you weren't on my radar. And I just was a little clueless about the coaching world. And I had read Jensen Chero's book, had zero clue. It was dedicated to you. And because I didn't look at the beginning of it. But then there I was. We're rid of dedication every time now. (laughs) There you go, right? Oh, I look at that thing all the time. I'm like, actually, I read the chapter about you the the night before I was like, okay, yes, I know I need to do that. Before I got on the call with you, I just knew I needed to reread it. My decision was already made. I was just scared. And I remember you asking me, like going through some things like, well, do you have the, you know, do you have a credit card that you could put it on? And I was like, (gasps) and like. I did, but I chose to be triggered and I chose, you know, I I just, here's the thing. The way that I met you was absolutely meant to be because had I not met you, had I discovered the coaching industry on my own, I would have been cheap with myself Mm. and I would have invested in something that was lower price point and comfortable. And I would have not shown up in the same way. And I would not have learned what I've learned and, and grown the way I've grown and benefited from what everything was that happened. As you know, I was looking for a one-on-one coach. I mean, you guys, I literally went to Gina and I was like, who are you and how do I work with you? I want a one-on-one coach because if you coached her and I was pointing to Jen Sincero, who was on the stage, I said, if you coached her, I want you to coach me. And again, I, I knew you as Jen Sincero's coach. Now I see things totally differently, but at the time her words had changed my world so much that I was like, if you changed her. I need you to do that for me. And it's kind of like what we said already from the level we're at, we think we know what's best for us. The universe had a different plan. You and I chatted a couple of times after that first time that we met. And one of those conversations was Nicole, I have this other thing coming up that you might be interested in. It's a retreat. And I said, okay, I'll do that. You get one or the other. I'll do the retreat. And exactly what you said a few minutes ago is what happened to me. The second I paid that money was my first up level. I mean, I just got chills when I said it. It was like, oh, I hadn't even sat in the room with you yet. Mm-hmm. But I was so excited that I had bet on myself to that degree. That's the time when you really get, Nicole, that money is energy. Because like when you go and you purchase something for yourself and you feel that, that rush, I remember one time, so later on, and not that it matters, but I'm just sharing because I think that it's important to talk about money too. So I had a package that was $20,000 and it included some six months of coaching, I think, and a one day intensive and whatever, whatever. And this woman was said she was going to sign up for the package. And always I do payment at the time of service. So people would pay. And then I wasn't actually, I mean, I always felt great when I got a new client, especially B&As because it wasn't that often. And I was like, okay, cool. And I 
felt good and could pay bills and there's money in the bank. And then I'd be so excited to go and work with them in their one day intensive and map out their coaching and see them through. And it was amazing. And this particular woman said, okay, I want to sign up. I want to do it, but I have to transfer some funds and that's going to take X amount of time. And I said, thinking it was just so naive and thinking like, well, she's good for it. Just let her come and she can pay me. And she came And because I didn't have that energetic deposit, Mm -hmm. it was heavy. And normally when I do my coaching work, I'm so lit up about it. And it's like, I'm so energized. And it was like, like I was dragging. And it's not that she didn't pay me. She did pay me after. She said she paid me when she said she would. That was totally on me. I really didn't. And it wasn't until then that I got so much that this is, energy. You're giving yourself energy. And when you're doing your own sales calls and discovery calls, you're facilitating a process for someone to give themselves energy by investing in themselves as well. So it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And and you're exactly right. And then I I remember, so we did the retreat. You told me I was a sales coach and I was like, and then I fought you a little bit on that. And you told me to, in a very kind way, be coachable. And I remember being so lit up after that second day. I mean, I was just like, I have answers. I have direction. This is so exciting. I feel so lit up about it. It's something I've been doing. So I know how to do it. And you and I chatted the next day and you were like, how do you feel? And I was like, I feel amazing. I just need to figure out how to keep this momentum going and this energy going. And you said, Nicole, you joined DLA. And I was like, Another story about how wonky my wealth consciousness was because I was like, of course, she needs more money from me to keep this energy going. But that's why I showed up. Mm-hmm. And so here I was again, go, and I said to you, I'll move the money around and I'll figure it out and I'll be on the call tomorrow. And, you know, probably in that way, in my little like, fine. And you then said, well, we've got these live events and they're going to be so amazing. And I was like, well, I'm not going to your live event. <laughs> Even though it comes for free with the package. You were like, why not? I was like, I have to work and I don't have the money. And did it. I was just, I, I know you've heard me say this before. And I, I say it a lot now because it's such a realization for me where I was putting my energy. I was fighting so hard for my limitations. Mm-hmm. I was so willing to hang on to them and not let myself truly just go all in. Like, okay, I'll pay the money, but I'm, you know, I'm going to squeak by and I was going to try to make the calls. I, you know, I was just going to study all the modules and then get out. And as we've talked many times before, it was like the blessing that I couldn't see coming. I had no idea how life-changing everything was going to, and what I thought I needed, it's like what you said earlier, sell them what they want, give them what they need. What I thought I needed and what I actually needed was so far apart. And again, investing that money is my very first up level, my very first opportunity to step into, wow, I just did that for myself. Going to the live events, showing up for the calls, And it wasn't necessarily pretty that first six months or that first year. I struggled a lot. It isn't for anyone doing anything. You know, if you're going to like learn to take French classes, that's not pretty. You know, when you first start to work out, that's not pretty. Learn a new instrument that it doesn't sound good. It's always awkward before it's elegant. Yeah. And how many women, I can't tell you how many stories of women have said to me, they were going to sign up for the package, but not come up, come to the live events. And how many of those did end up coming and what their experience was? And then how many others still just watched everyone else have the experience that you gave yourself, gave yourself permission for? 
That's exactly what it felt like. And you, you actually called me out in Cancun when I was there, when I did show up, you were like, Nicole, could you stand up and tell us a little bit about our first conversation that we had and the fact that you weren't going to come here. And I just, it changed me completely that first event. And then I couldn't wait to go to the next one. And you also just side note, since this is a sales group, you slayed on day two of the sales you did a half of half of a day on sales. And I just was, as the sales coach, I was like, I took so many notes. I went and rewatched it when we got back from Cancun. Like, this is the queen of sales, you guys, honestly. And I was so impressed. But honestly, you've also shared times with us where it wasn't so easy for you. Maybe not even just at the beginning of your career, but but I remember one time not too long ago, you were telling us about a time where you were like, it didn't go the way that I thought it would. Sure. Well, like which time? I mean, the seven figure mistake that my husband is convinced that I made when I wanted to start a luxury magazine, the countless launches that didn't create the numbers that I was sure that they would. Even after I hit seven figures, I had a year where I couldn't get a client to save my life. Now, all of this is, has an explanation. And I think the thing that's really important to understand with sales is it's all happening for us, not to us. Each one of those, it was never because there was a lack of money. It was never for any of the reasons that I made it. And as you raise your wealth consciousness, you'll start to realize when the faucet gets turned off or comes down to a trickle, it's all in support to you. And it's all about your next up level. For example, one of, so back, back in the OG days, some of my clients were like, oh my gosh, you're great at sales. We want you to teach a sales course. And I'm like, I don't, it's not what I do, It's but fine. I know how to do sales, but I'm not here to be like a, a sales trainer. It's not my thing. So I go and I put together my sales course and it went amazing and 10X the people, the number of people that I thought would ever sign up for it. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to teach the next course. And then only five people signed up and it was like a $497 class. And fortunately, I didn't make it mean that I can't, sell, that I should lower my rates, that I'm not meant for this. I really got in, I'm like, what's the direction? And I I prayed and I asked, I said, what am I meant to do? And I instantly heard for me, destination intensives. And this is a time where people were doing VIP days, but they weren't necessarily traveling around the world. And, and I was like, what is that? And I was like, then I heard Gina, ask yourself, what's the most pleasurable way you could make money? And I thought, if I could host a one-day intensive at the Ritz in Paris, that would be amazing. And I'm like, the Lanesboro in London is gorgeous. And what about a villa in Provence and a Riyadh and Marrakesh? And I was like, I picked out seven super sexy destinations. And at that time, my one-day rate was 15000 And I went and put that out the same week that I couldn't sell more than five people in this other class, sales class. And all seven sold out in the first five days, easily, powerfully, made a bunch of money and impacted a lot of lives. And that's when I really got that when something doesn't happen the way you want, it's for your next up level. It's not because there's a lack of money. It's not because you did anything wrong or deserve to be punished. It's that there's something even better waiting for you. Yeah. It's like a redirect. Yes, for sure. It's saying that's not where you're meant to do this anymore. There's mm-hmm. another opportunity that you're not seeing right now, and that's where you need to be directed to. You got it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's amazing. And, and, you know, it's, I mean, I, I think it's happened to everybody at some point or another where things just kind of, I know in my corporate job that happened to me and I didn't understand it for what it was when it happened. And now I just see it was directing me into something completely different that I wouldn't have looked into. If the money still was coming that easily from that situation for me, hundred percent, I wouldn't have turned away. hundred percent. And so I think it takes something that, you know, I, I, I use it in a, in a way for a long time, actually, I've used it without money to explain to people. I had a boyfriend when I was 18 and he was like the love of my life and he cheated on me. And at the time it was devastating, but that's the only thing that would have yanked me out of that situation that wasn't meant for me. Mm-hmm. And it had to hurt, but it got me. I mean, it's why I'm sitting right here. It's why I am where I am. None, none of the other things in my life would have turned out the way that they did, if not for that. And I think we can look at that situation in every area of our lives and see it, whether it's money, relationships, it's a redirect. Exactly. You got it. Love it. So something out, there's so many things here that I I would love to talk to you about forever and ever. But I know one of the things that I first said to you, and I thought this was so funny. I was like, I need to put my website together before I invested in anything with you. You and I were talking and I was like, I need to put my, and I hear it so often from women now. Besides all the other excuses, I, you know, I hear a lot of them, but that's a big one. I need to put my website together. And you said something to me about websites and museums. Do you remember it? Mm-hmm. It's, websites are like, first of all, this is not the 90s. You don't need a website. You also don't need a brochure to hand out to people either. Websites are like museums. It's like people come in for free. They look around and they leave. It's If you want to sell and you want to make money online, you don't need a website. The only reason why I put a website in any of my programs that, where that's appropriate, the only reason, complete peer, peer pressure. Because my prospective clients are convinced that they need it. So if they go down their little checklist and see they're not going to get a website training, then they don't sign up for it. So I'm going to say, also great. You think you need a website? We're going to go ahead and put that in there. But it's, then I show them inside the program that why you don't need one. Yeah. I keep saying now, if I could go back, I wouldn't have one, but it's already built. So I'm not going to take it down, but yeah. And there's different later when you're established, like Nicole is, and you know, you're going to start getting involved with media and different things. There's, there can be a place for it, but it is not about earning cash initially. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sales is the most important thing, right? Mm -hmm. You need to do to get started in your business, sell things. And if you're not bringing in money, you don't have a business. So that's yeah. the you know, websites, you know, my chef instructor said you have to have the right tool for the right task. And the purpose of a website is not to sell. The purpose of a sales page is to sell, to back up the phone enrollment that Nicole's teaching you on doing, but the website does not sell. So one quick story, if you could share it, and then I'm going to ask you one more question. I remember you telling us a story about Ashley and one of her, Ashley Stahl and one of her, um, she did a webinar. I believe you said it was 94 times. Do you remember this story? It's, I don't remember if that was the exact number, but it was a, there's somewhere between the eighties and nineties for sure. And like, it was, cause I, I know a lot of people want to, I mean, wash, rinse, repeat has to be the thing, right? Repetition is what breeds success. And I think a lot of people want to give up if it doesn't happen within a couple of times. And I know, I mean, you're a testament to this and everything you've done, you, you've shown up. And, and then I think on the, like the, whatever, 94th time, it was like, she got some sales, but I think, oh, no, that was, so it was, it wasn't quite like that. She was getting sales along the way. She was optimizing her funnel. So it got into the multiple millions by the. 80th time. Right. Yeah. And and I think the point is, it's like, it's what it comes down to. It's, have you made a decision that this is happening no matter what? Are you willing to keep trying? Are you willing to keep showing up? Mm -hmm. 
Exactly. Yes. I mean, the only people that are successful are the ones that keep going and keep being innovative and keep looking. And sometimes it's just that little tweak. She was tweaking the webinar to get it more optimized and more maximized. And I've done that along the way with my marketing or my programs. It's like, you know, you, you just, you keep going and you, when you're willing to really dig in and find what's the next divine guidance piece that you're being given, it's always there. Yeah. Always available. The other story that I love is the basement waterproofing story. I've told that I think a couple of times in my group because it's just, it's the definition of the 11th hour miracle. Yes. Yes. Do you want to tell it real quick? Sure. We can do it. We can do a quick version. I had $60 in my bank account and no known money coming in. I was selling $6,000 packages at the time, but one every four to six months is not exactly sexy, even though I was selling $6,000 packages. And a friend invited me to a free conference that I went to and the pastor, well, I called him the pastor because he was like this preacher of sorts, but the, the seminar leader was basically, it was Bob Proctor, if anyone knows who Bob Proctor is. And he, he was the one that taught me there's more than enough money out there and there's more than enough clients and money is currency and currency is energy. And I was like, what is going on? Well, right then and there, I made a decision that I would never again struggle financially. And a decision means to cut. And to say you're never going to struggle again financially when you're $75,000 in debt, maxed out all your credit cards, ruined your credit, have $60 in your bank account, and no known prospects coming in, didn't have a website at this time either. I had just moved to Los Angeles. I had just become a life coach. And the concepts that I was learning at this event, I was like really taking it in. And I, I realized that I kept telling myself this story I'd love to, but I don't have the money. I'd love to, but Gina, do you want to go out to dinner? Do you want to sign up for this program? Do you want to take this trip? It was like always, I'd love to, but I don't have the money. And so finally, like my vibration was just lifted so much by being in this environment. I had bought the secret, which was on DVD at the time. And I put it under one arm and my three ring binder under the other arm and drove home to LA. And I realized that when I was at that event, I, I saw these speakers there and I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is my key to success. This is what's going to get me out of my funk and my depression and my, any of it. And so I said, whatever it is they're selling, I'm going to buy it. And that speaker said, my program is $17,000. And I said to myself, I don't know anybody who has $17,000. And P.S. lady, if I, anyone had $17,000, why the hell would they need a coach? I was like, this is insanity. I had just told myself that I would never again say I'd love to, but don't have the money. So, and then there was another speaker with a 10 grand program. And I was like, I'll take that too. So I walked up to their assistants and I filled in the order form with all 16 digits on my debit card. I said, you give me two weeks before you run this card. And then I took my DVD under one arm and folder under the other arm and drove home to LA. And I, I just started in the mantras and I started with the things that I had learned in the program. And I said, I start, I see myself at $30,000 in two weeks. And I started feeling it because that was part of the formula. You got to think it and see it and feel it. And so I was like, I feel myself with $30,000 in my Wells Fargo banking account in, in two weeks and five days and four days and three days. And Glenn was like, Gina, what are we going to do with you? And I was like, no, no, We will talk about nothing other than the complete and total manifestation of the $30,000 coming into my bank account in two days. And on two days before my deadline, I was working with one of my clients. It was the very last session of a six-month package. 
he and his wife, because it was marriage coaching at the time, obviously, I knew nothing about business or sales. And he said, Gina, this has been amazing. Our relationship is in such great shape. Thank you so much. And I just have a question. I've been thinking about something. I'm thinking I'd like you to coach my sales team. And I was like, oh, this was like the one area I never wanted to talk about business with him because I knew he was kind of wealthy and I didn't want him to know I was an obvious idiot when it came to do with anything with business. And so I said, um, what is it that you sell? And he says, basement waterproofing, basement waterproofing. I am now 47 years old and what would, I must have been around, I don't know, early 30s at the time. So like... I did not look that different then that I do today and basement waterproofing. And so not your thing. <laughs> I, I said, how many people are on your team? I mean, like, what am I supposed to say? Oh, this is insane. And he says 10 and I'm out. I like I didn't know sales techniques and tactics. She who speaks first loses or any of that stuff. And I sat there. I didn't know where this was going. He said, so what do I do? Buy 10 of those $6,000 packages of yours? Well, yes, that is exactly what you do. And in two weeks, not $30,000, but $60,000 came in. And I had enough money by the next day on my deadline because he wired the money to sign up for the programs. Wow. Thank you for sharing that because that's one of my favorite stories because I get chills every time I hear it. And I've heard it a bunch of times, but it's just a reminder of we don't know where it's going to come from. And that's not our job. Your job is to show up, to believe in what you're doing, to value what you're doing, and to just allow that wherever the people are, that's where they are and they're coming to you. Yeah. Well, one of your other mentors in her book, The Law of Divine Compensation, Marianne Williamson, said pretty much that exact same thing. The money's going to come from wherever it is right now. Yes. And your job is to show up. And that's, that's my last question is, what would you say is the difference between you or maybe me from the start to where I am now and and anybody else, because I believe that we're all the same and I know you do too. So what's the difference that somebody can get to where you're at from where they're at now? I think there's what I've seen is it's feminine power and femininity is about getting great at receiving. And when you can't receive who you are, see who you are, receive who you are, receive your worth, receive a compliment, receive financial compensation, that's the block. And when you get great at receiving your worth and your contribution and what you're meant for and money and a compliment and visibility, sky's the limit. Love that. The sky is the limit. Thank you so, so much. Such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. And ladies, thank you for the amazing work you are doing with Nicole and out in the world as well. Yes. Thank you. Make sure you guys go listen to her podcast. It is awesome. You're going to love it. Gina, thank you. Yes. Here we go. Show, show the balloons one more time. I love it. Awesome. It says, yes. podcast. so yep. So thanks so much. And until next time, bye everyone. Thank you. Bye. All right. That is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And by the way, if you like this, subscribe because there's more good stuff coming your way. Also, please leave a review. It would mean so, so much to me and it would help others who are considering listening to this podcast to understand how amazing it is. And while you're at it, why not share with a friend? And by the way, one last thing, I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. 
So you got a couple options. You can check me out on Instagram at Healthy Steps with Nicole. You can find me in my private Facebook group, Nicole Sales Superstars, or you can go to my website, healthystepswithnicole.com. I would love to hear from you and I can't wait.